Hello. You're back with the Jim Burns and that other guy podcast. Now, we've been away. Like most of 2016, we exist only to let you down. Yeah. But we're back now, like an absent father yeah. or a lottery win that you really needed. So we're back. We've been in Japan, so that's why the... Uh, Podcast. Uh, you've been in fucking Japan. <laughs> yeah, the royal we, the editorial we, uh, has been in Japan. Now, actually, Jim is so important that Jim literally could not go to Japan. Well, we can't have the three of us on the same plane at any time, can we, just exactly. in case it goes yeah, down? Yeah. So We're like the Coca-Cola boys, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, Jim stayed behind because, A, he's an incredibly talented man, and B, <laughs> we beat him with uh, soap in, uh, in flannels until he agreed to do it. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, we've got some very cool stuff coming up. Yes. Uh, that Jim needed to work on to, you know, get finished, yeah. which I suppose is quite important. So you'll find out about that, and it is very, very cool soon, but we can't really talk about that. Now we're going to talk about Dave and Burns Take Japan. And by take, I mean, we walked around in it, and it was really cool. I can was I, quite I, tall, though. It was can really I good. cut in with little interludes about what I was probably doing at this point? And Wandsworth <laughs> is also an interesting place. <laughs> so, Just so I can feel like I can contribute. Like, well, no, Jim. Well, at this point, I was in my pants uh, in the 19th hour of an edit. <laughs> at this point, I was tweeting... Maybe yeah. I shouldn't try and update Adobe midway through a project. At which point, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's at which point we were like, "Great, Lesson great, learned. yeah, Let, we'll land back in England and it'll be on fire. It'll yeah. be on fire anyway." But now yeah. there'll oh, be another you, fire. Yeah, I saw that tweet, did you? Oh, that's cool. Yes, I, I see it all, Jim. <laughs> I see it all. Uh, yeah, I, first time in Japan. I don't like to agree with video game people, but they were right in this regard. Japan is is very cool. It's very interesting hmm. um, architecturally. I thought fantastic. And yeah, I thought it was really interesting because the weather there, it was very much like Britain. It was very grey, but it wasn't cold. And you know, I could I could do that. I could do Britain if it just wasn't cold all the fucking time. But Dave, you've not been either. That's right. I have not been, no, until so, what did you, no, so we can't really talk about what we're there to do apart from, you know, cool stuff. But Dave, what did you think about Japan? Review Japan right now. Awesome. How totally was a different place. Uh, loved going to the little bars. It was different, was it? It was totally different. It was totally different. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like going in someone's living room. We went to these oh, the crazy little bars. Great. It was like, if you imagine like a council flat in, in Britain, when you go along and all the tiny little doors that someone else is flat. It. it was like it. that, but you go in, it was just cool little living rooms. So it held like 20 people at a time, maybe. So we took yeah. over the whole bar every time we went into a bar. Yeah. And yeah, it was boss. And yeah. I had octopus for breakfast, um, where Burns kicked off. Uh, a was a eating fucking pasta for breakfast, which is just weird, and also shouting about the fact that it wasn't actually pasta; it was spag bol. So why was it listed as pasta? Well, you know, firstly, that's a quote out of Wall Street. But secondly, yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to serve it for breakfast, I'll eat it. That's the thing. Don't serve it for breakfast and then have people moan at you that you can actually eat these things. It's not like I went out. And what, you know what? I'll get a curly whirly. It was there. It was next to the Creme other Creme brulee was also an option for breakfast. It was mm. pretty weird. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, we weren't there long enough to really get a true feel for Japan. But it was cool. You can buy little Red Bulls at a vending machine. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, you know, is it loads of stuff there that I thought, oh, yeah, 
this actually works. This is it's a country that works. So what was the the sinkhole, Dave? While we were there, like some oh, sinkhole yeah. opened. Now East Croydon bus station, which mm. is one of the nearest bus stations for me if I need to get anywhere, is uh, is closed. It won't be open until March. Mm. Like, okay, well, what possibly could you be building there that's going to take that long to reopen it? Oh, we're, adding, we're adding some signs. We're adding some electronic signs. Um, no. Apparently in Japan, sinkhole well, it's takes like a two-story sinkhole that they filled sewage. in in a weekend, <laughs> including redoing the electrics and the sewage. Forty hours and redone it, tarmacked it, and everything. Bang and reopened to the public. We're back. There you go. There Brilliant. Go. Brilliant. I'm not going to go into this. It's in- a country that works. That's that's. I, I mean, I can't. Really- I mean, look. I, I, I guess people who who live there and who have they'll be like these guys turned yeah. up for. A hundred hours, and now they think I mean, it's the coolest place you, you, in the world. You know, like I, I can imagine the people who who who've lived there, grown up there, uh, what uh, you know, might be saying, "Listen, mate, actually, it's got all these problems." I mean, they do build nuclear but, power plants on uh, fault lines. Yeah. That, that is one of the faults. That I they mean, have. but there is, and there are some kind of worrying things happening with the politics over there. But as as there are everywhere. Mm. Um, but when when you 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 come from Britain and you see a country in which like the, the the trains are just they work you know this is like when i went to germany for the first time and there was a train that was that was scheduled to arrive at something like i think it was like 14 minutes past the hour and i was like that's a bit fucking specific that's not happening and then like absolutely bang on the second and every exactly. single time um and that just doesn't happen here, especially not if you're if you're you know regularly travelling around the south of London. Yeah, I'm going to try and do that later on, and I guarantee um, you, 100, percent it yeah. will not work. It's but, just basic things here do not work. This is a com- this is a country that is kind of shored up by having money pumped into it. Mm, no, uh, Jim, longer, mate, Jim, right? Listen, <laughs> God, God to interrupt Jim before he gets yeah. on one of his mad politics rants. Sorry, sorry. Uh, obviously, since we've done the done the last podcast, the uh, United States of America has gone totally fucking sideways, and we will leave that there for the yeah, time. Just go being. back and listen to the last podcast and think. Imagine how much life was better then yeah. before you're listening to this it's a time one. machine. What will happen by the time we do the next oh, one? Oh my word! Yeah, I will say about Japan, as we were saying, we'll try and avoid any of the kind of. You know, oh, it's it's so much better over there and this, that, and the other. But it was nice for the trains to work, for example. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was nice to be out of the West. And it's anyway. also the most polite nation you've ever been. Yeah. Everyone yeah, just is yeah. really happy and smiley and nice. Well, to you, Dave. I mean, also, I'd like to thank everyone, and this goes into some of the questions that maybe we'll talk about in a moment. But I'd like to thank everyone who, while I was at Hong Kong Airport, was tweeting me about potential firearms I do not own <laughs> while I was in an airport. Please don't do that. I don't own a Golden Uzi. Well, he is in the market. Not for one. like a fucking. Trial. I will say one of the there was a, one of the moments that really stood out for me while I was in Japan was we went into one of those bars, and uh, it was they had loads of vinyl, so you could pick you know which record you wanted playing. And uh, chat put it on. So there's a bit of an argument. It was Bowie, that was the side of, but was it the first side of Low or the first side of Young Americans? Now, low, I said Low, obviously. the rest of the idiots said Young Americans. And I was so drunk, I don't even remember having this conversation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that that wasn't amazing. Uh, but yeah, Japan, Japan was cool. And I don't know, maybe I'll go back there. Maybe we'll go, Jim. We'll yeah. go. Yeah. We won't. Maybe we'll all go. Uh, yeah, so uh, questions. Uh, someone said, did you get anything nice from the Pokemon store? That was Terry, TG Parsons, 1701. No. 
<laughs> <laughs> no is the answer there's a lot of questions Obviously about gold news is we'll get to in a moment but mm. we'll kind of talk about some some of the stuff that's going on right now can i talk about what i did when you were away oh i thought you were going to do that in post mm. as in we were just going to kind of drop out and it'd be you like a monologue you, yeah. no, of you no, just going well, and then no i did some cool things while you what were did away. you do jim i went onto the jim sterling podcast onto the oh, podquisition which uh, you did didn't I you did indeed. you did and you lied yeah. firstly you, well, you, you impugned my reputation, slandered no. me. How did I lie? Uh, you said that you were better than me, and that's not. Well, I, think I didn't. I didn't say I was better that. than you. What did you say then? Well, I got Jim Sterling to admit that he likes me more than he likes it's you. It's kind of the same thing. That's well, the likes him more than she likes you. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe, but you know, you don't have to go on a podcast. I don't go on this podcast saying that I prefer. I don't know, fucking gangrene to hang yeah. around with you, do I? And yeah, Can't. and. Uh, yeah, so the, the, yeah, so they did that with Jim and Laura. It was very cool. Um, I've been on it. It's good. And he, he was talking about Boglins a lot. Um, mm. oh, I saw his tweet about that. Yeah, I, I, mean, he's, he, I, mean, I mean, he went to um, a, a Boglin art exhibition in New York, um, which is, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, halfway through him talking about it, I kind of had to interrupt and go, I'm sorry. This is a real. I can't believe this is a real thing. This is a Boglin art exhibition. That that's what you said. Yeah, it's a Boglin art exhibition. Okay. New Ten of Prize. Um, so it's like painted Boglins. People had made their own Boglins, and you know he'd he'd spent hundreds of dollars on a Boglin, and you know just which it was it was the, the so like the swanky Boglin art exhibition where you buy one and it remains on display for the rest of the exhibition, so you don't actually get... That's how posh it was. It was like, you know, it was a kind of... It was the, if, if there was a Boglin exhibition that Burns would go to, that would be it. I mean, posh and Boglin were two words I never yeah, thought would, yeah. would enter the same I mean, sentence. Listen, po- posh Boglins, right? Only, listen, only fucking Manhattan. Once, once again, you are... These are just exaggerations about my character. <laughs> Firstly, I'll have you know but that he was I'm also a nice the, person. Yeah, he was also there the same time as my flatmate. So they were they were they were talking about they were both talking about the Trump po- protests and stuff like that. So basically, everyone was having a fucking lovely time all over the planet while I was sitting editing in my pants. I will say um, though that it is going to be more than worth it because I've seen the end results of uh, of these endeavors. Yeah, and they're fucking brilliant. I should point out that I was doing fucking excellent work. So it was, <laughs> yeah. It, you're uh, again, yeah. again. I know it's a Jim's going to be headhunted by ILM soon. But yeah, no, absolutely. Not. You'll be able to see it, and uh, and then you'll go. Yes, good. The boys are doing doing yeah, what they should they're, be they're doing. De- definitely doing stuff. They're not lying. Yeah, um, we're just sitting around all day. Sitting we're around. Not. Well, we yeah. are sitting, but so mainly um, we're shouting. I'll, I'll never forget that time, just about two weeks after we'd started the business properly, and I tw- happened to tweet that I was watching Deep Space Nine <laughs> on the first day off I'd had for like two weeks. And some guy went, you used to have a job. <laughs> Like, you can. I've got a job. That was that was one of my sock puppet accounts. I was trying to get you, trying to get you back in the. Uh, as one studio. of your eggs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what uh, we've been up to. Again, as I just said, you'll see more of it, and it's very cool. Mm. Now, so what's been going on in the world of other stuff? So, Martin Scorsese, he's got a new movie out. It's called Silence. Mm. It's going to premiere at the Vatican. Looks all right. Yeah. It's very see when the when the trailer started. It's got all the weird looking blocks in it though, isn't it? Adam Driver, mm-hmm. the other one, Spider Man, but not Spider Man anymore because he's shy. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Uh, Liam Neeson's in it. Yeah. 
and it's about mission, Christian missionaries yeah. who go to Japan, is it? Yeah. And then they, uh, <laughs> and then Liam Neeson gets a bit, you know, captured. So it's like taken in reverse. Yeah, yeah. So his kids have to go and get him. They're not his yeah. kids, but you know. And as the trailer started, I was like, nah, it's because he's you know, 74, he's lost it. Mm-hmm. Then by the end of it, I was like, I'm definitely going to go and see that movie. Yeah, so you got me does, again, Scorsese. You got me good. again. And it's oh, beautiful the looking. Though, aren't we, where people start releasing good films because we're building up to Oscar time. Exactly. This, yeah. is, this is the months to, to hit the cinema. We're, we're on, we also have like massively right-wing governments everywhere, and that's when art gets better. You know, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Music the, gets better. Films yeah. get better. The quality telly gets better. Comedy gets better. General quality of life just decreases massively. Yeah. But needless trinkets and uh, minus but, distractions but, you know, go but, up but, massively but you know it does mean that 30 years later we're going to have we're going to have another version of the young ones we you know we're going to have another yeah. we're going to another ha- we're going to have another band that was like the clash we're going to you know we're going to we're going to reap the benefits artistically so yeah. that's, that's i mean I'm, it's just if you're grasping for silver linings that's one of them listen i'll tell you about silver linings on the plane which, which took forever <laughs> yeah i watched the movies so uh-huh. here's and you can do this dave after i've done it yeah. And you can't, Jim, because you weren't there. But uh, we'll do the rundown of shit that we watched on the plane. So All right, okay. I watched maybe 20 minutes of the absolutely fabulous movie, uh-huh. which was so impossibly bad that I nearly applauded. Is it bad? It's, I haven't seen it, but it got very well reviewed. Maybe, you know, I've been on the plane for a while I mean, at this point, but it was, oh, it was very bad. That's upset me. It was... No. Anyway, that's gone. I also watched Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. which I thought was okay. Mm. I thought that by framing it through his life through three different product launches. It's it's a cool idea. You can see the screenwriter. Was it did Sorkin get involved with this? Are you going, yeah, this is going to be amazing. It's got to be Sorkin, isn't it? It's and fucking then, 100% Sorkin. And the dialogue is fucking brilliant, obviously. Yeah. And then going, oh, now I've got to cram an entire man's life into these three. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. It's a bit contrived. Because obviously you have to get everything in. On He's going on stage to announce the Macintosh the iMac and you know some other shine uh, so I thought what, it was okay. what three product launches is it out of interest so I think it's the the Macintosh is one then the iMac yeah and something else I can't remember the Macintosh is in like the original yeah. fucking the, the little boxy rectangle bullshit oh and, and next so it's Macintosh next and then <laughs> right okay the iMac so you and know the iMac and then the iPhone surely no no they don't have that doesn't get to the iPhone no not so is this okay I mean what the, 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 his signature fucking product I think that the, the point the movie's making is that the major transitional moments in his life came before that and the right. iPod phone whatever just acts as like a crown and glory as right. a thing that you know you know that this works well maybe you don't know about the political intrigues of Next uh-huh. or the reasons why that operating system was and box yeah. and whatever was as it was so I thought that was okay. And Fastbender was really good. Really, really when good. When is he not? Exactly. is well good, mate. So the best film that I saw <laughs> on the on the planes... What is it? What's it going to be? It was The Nice Guys. Oh, By yes. Shane Black. It's so, a fucking good film. I keep telling you guys, it's yeah. really good. No, I, you know, I really like Shane Black because you know, yeah. I've got a brain. I don't use it often, but <laughs> in there, hardwired is. Shane Black is good. And so I started watching it and I was a bit like, oh, it's a bit like... 
someone going, I've seen Boogie Nights. Did you expect Russell Crowe to be that good at comedy timing? No. Yeah. And it's a movie that doesn't, I don't think it starts particularly well. Yeah. I think it's a bit, or maybe it's you just have to get past the the 70s stylings. You know, we've seen so, you know, if you've seen Boogie Nights, for example, mining, that sort of thing. Mm. Anyway. By about halfway through, you're like, this is actually fucking brilliant. And Ryan Gosling in it is amazing. And also, there is character development for those guys. But what I love is that they're still the same arseholes. So it's like a two-track thing where they actually learn and maybe grow a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But underneath, they're still... So he's drinking problem, (laughs) which is played for laughs, but he's actually really somber and serious at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought his daughter was really good she's fantastic the, yeah, yeah. Absolutely she's brilliant. like she's a totally uh, uh, well, child actors seem to be like you either fucking despise them or they're just like wow Jesus they're, mm. they're amazing and she's definitely in the latter group so yeah good movie um, again like Sorkin Shane Black the dialogue absolutely brilliant and the way yeah. that it keeps on looping the jokes back in yes yeah and that moment where it uh, so not really a spoiler but there's a moment in it where Ryan Gosling's character is he's at like a very low ebb because his daughter and Russell Crowe and everyone just think he's an idiot mm-hmm. and then he has like a brainwave a real bit of insight like a real detective would have and he explains it and it's a real triumphant moment where he's like actually you've got this wrong because this is this and I won't go into it because it kind of ruined the joke and then it's revealed that he's completely wrong but the way he presents it as this real moment where he's got it right and then you go to the end and it's like oh no sorry I got that one wrong and it's so well played Hmm. by Gosling who you know he's he's a good looking guy he's done a lot of movies where I think you can go either way on him really sometimes Hmm. because he is so good looking because he is so famous it's a bit like the Ryan Gosling show here it is just he is playing that character and after a while you stop looking at him as if like a movie star mm. start looking at him as just a very talented actor mm. and which is hard to convey in a tiny plane yes thing. it is so well well done Shane and, and Ryan and everyone else Dave what did you see I watched 10 episodes of The X-Files <laughs> <laughs> I don't like watching films on uh, on small screens. Uh, I like watching them in the cinema, so I opted for something that I haven't seen for ages. Um, going back a few weeks, we are talking about great pilots. The X-Files is definitely one of them. Like mm-hmm. It lays its cards out early on. The characters X-Files are excellently done. Very it's good brilliant. Pilot, yeah. There are some dreadful episodes that I watched. But yeah, overall, I, I think I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. How are the fashions holding up? Hmm. Mm. Mulder and Scully look pretty good. Not what you mean, their faces or their high labelled. I don't know, man. The shoulder pads are coming back in, are they not? That's not a question. That's not why I asked. Okay. Oh, I also watched a fantastic documentary called Wiener. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. This is a good one. (laughs) About uh, Anthony Wiener, um, the New York politician. Mm. Busted for dick picking all the time. Back in the. uh... It's back in the news recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But he's actually yeah. a, a very good politician and very interesting. And if you watch him in Congress and stuff, some I mean, brilliant it's... clips, very passionate and intelligent man. And then obviously just doing stuff that, I mean, it's just a his career and his marriage. It's the most ridiculous example of nominative determinism. And it makes me think that the world isn't actually real. Like, 
So well, that man it, whose name is Wiener mm-hmm. is ruined because he can't control his Wiener. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough. That yeah. you know, could be. I mean, it's. Too, I mean, but no. But if you wrote that, if you wrote that, that would be considered too far fetched. Yeah. Like, well, that's a bit of a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's like you know, it's like an action movie starring a man called John Gunn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'd watch that. They made an action movie. <laughs> With a man called John Matrix. Yeah. Whose last name would be Matrix? <laughs> like, what, is he a printer? Matrix. Like, yeah. uh, anyway, so, yeah, I also watched a bit of Ballers, which mm. is okay, mainly carried by The Rock, and I watched three episodes of Billions. Now, Billions had been this show that everyone was loving because it's just another cunt does cool stuff show, and I was watching it like, look, this should be, you know, the show that I need to watch. And I just thought it was a bit... Yeah. Damien Lewis is incredible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Jim Artie's performance is good. But, I mean, how many more of these shows are we really going to be like, here we go. Oh, I'm a powerful man. I want stuff. I can't have it. Yes, I can. Oh, the government are like, oh, you know. Like it's over the last 10 years, well, actually, over the last 5,000 years, mm. in, in television particularly, you know this, Dave, the amount of shows that, that kind of wheel on a talented middle-aged white man getting what he wants so all of star trek basically um and you know was it house was like, my he's a genius third man i know it's not it was obviously not um it's film not tv but mm. felt like the kind of like oh i've got everything but i want more i'm yeah. just not famous enough or whatever i enjoyed the film but I thought it wasn't it was, the best picture for me. I thought it was great. No one uh, asked you if it's best picture, mate. So <laughs> there'd be loads of nerds who'd be annoyed with me if I didn't point out that. Of course, yeah. I wanted you to step that, in. That, that Deep Space Nine yeah. and Voyager don't really follow exactly. that trend. But exactly. That was meant to be your lead in. Well, Star no, but, but to what, talk but, about. But but what, what I would would say is that look, I'm mentioning it because somebody will pull us up if we don't mention mm. it. But I would I would let it go because I think the trend supports largely what you said. So. Well, I, I did want you to, yeah. you know. Because I knew Deep Space Nine. Did you, did you want me to argue with you so you could actually <laughs> so you could tell me? No, why I just wanted, as yeah. you're the Star Trek man, I wanted to give you the feed in, mm-hmm. but you fucked it. And now you're on the other side. So once again, you have fucked it. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Billions, I thought it was cool. I like it when he wears the uh, two sizes, two small Metallica t-shirt and mugs off the people who mugged him off in the past. That's mm. the best bit. So if you've seen it, you know what that's Metallica are a good band, Steve Benz. Metallica are a fucking great that's band. That's the correct answer, but I, I'm not sure that everyone in this group agrees with us. Yeah, Jim thinks they're a load of shit, because Jim's too busy listening to fucking... Met- metal is a load of shit. Oh, my God. What is wrong with as you? As a genre... And Sit ev- down ev- and watch every, every related Why are you such a cunt? What is wrong with you? It's fucking bollocks. All right, listen, listen, shut up, right? So, it's let's talk about things that have been happening. Listen, listen. Firstly, shush. Secondly... Right, so we won't talk about politics. I'm just exhausted. I'm just exhausted by it. I'm sure everyone listening yeah, to this yeah, is. So let's talk about, about some stuff that's happening in the world of entertainment. Let's talk about some video game stuff because, you know, we've been doing video game stuff. Yeah. So, video games are rad. I like them. Yeah, video games are back. Yeah. They are ba- back. Well, they're back in my life because I don't have to fucking cover them anymore. Yeah. I don't have to review them. I don't have to tell people what I think of them. So I like them now. Yeah. So you can switch off that part of your brain. Just the so part f- of the brain that keeps going, this is fucking dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> you just, but you just accept it. You just let it happen. And you just let it wash over. You don't have to. You don't have to think critically about every yeah. single facet. Oh, I'm not sure about the leveling. Nobody gives a fuck about the leveling system. Yeah. Well, maybe this is how people. You I'm know, not sure about. Think... I'm not sure about the dithering on the water. 
Who the was, dithering on the wall. Honestly, no, actually, right. that's me. Okay, that, uh, that is me. Yeah, but there, there was a, a video game that came out quite recently, which I won't name, mm-hmm. and a lot of people um, in our former profession were talking on uh, on the Twitter and all that about about the water and obsessing about what the water looked like, and I'm like. You're all you, you're all cunts. You know what? That's mean. Firstly, uh, so I, uh, Hitman season finale came out. You know what? I re- hit that Hitman season is my is my game of the year. Uh, one thing I will say, I did like the kills in this one. It's got mm-hmm. a very cool setup where you have to kill someone who has uh, is having or in the midst of having a heart transplant. So there's cool things you can do with like switching out stuff and making it all go awry. My issue with uh, with this last level is I always think that Hitman is at its absolute best when it's more low level in terms of your environment, more low key, scale, whatever you want to call it. So the famous example is A New Life in Hitman Blood Money. You infiltrate a man's suburban home, you burn his wife to death uh, with a rigged barbecue, and maybe, or maybe you push him down the stairs. Now, there's something really fucking horrible in the car about being a really highly trained professional killer and pushing someone down the stairs. And that's what I really like about some of the Hitman levels, and what I really like about these ones, about like say Sapiens, even though that's a gigantic estate, it still feels like that somewhere you would go. You know, you could you can identify a high tech, like a super high tech billionaire only uh, or millionaire only uh, heart transplant place in japan in the mountains it's just that next leap away and i know why they want to change it up i'm not saying it was bad i'm just saying that of the series i prefer the episodes that are a bit more like the showstopper or sapienza but it's been a great series the first two weren't it? yeah season two i think is going to be incredible because now they've got those basics nailed and they've changed a lot of stuff up as they go through from ui to behaviors to letting the player know when is it released as a disc very, very soon, I believe. Also today, on the day of recording, on the day of my daughter's wedding, it is Black Friday, which isn't as threatening as it sounds. It just means a bunch of idiots will be on the streets later bottling each other for a shit fucking television. Now, has anyone bought yeah, anything? People fucking kill each other over blow punk <laughs> televisions. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's like HD ready. Have you ever had a inch, and you're like, yeah, I want that! <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Come but you on, bought a game, uh, Jim, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I bought, I bought um, Watch Dogs 2. Uh, it's down to 30 quid. Um, mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's one of the, the, the games that um, that is, is sold substantially less than the game it sequelizes, um, which is which has worried a lot of commentators and a lot of industry people recently. But um, but that aside, um, yeah, uh, Black Friday on Amazon, it's down to thirty, and I thought that's that's all. That's the buying point, right? That's, that's the price. I mean, thirty is like taking a punt money almost. So it's 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 mm-hmm. it, it's in the taking a punt ballpark. So I thought, fuck it, and everyone. Um, everyone says it's great um, and people who really really disliked the first one are saying it's great and I remember way back in the day Burns um, a certain SWB saying that um, Stephen W. Burns it's not a euphemism for anything else <laughs> uh, <laughs> a certain Stephen Stupid W. Burns saying bastard. that um, you know Watch Dogs has uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a shiter but it's got great foundations for a sequel and I think I did say something on that. And I think your uh, and I think your 
prediction, and a lot of people made that prediction to be fair at the time, but I think that's panned out. It seems to have panned oh, out. Oh, yeah, fair. look at that. Well done, Jim. Finally. Yeah. Some humility. He found it. Uh, yeah, well, speaking of that, I never also. Never ever tell him that he's remotely right about anything. Honestly. I'm right all the fucking time. I also, I also pointed out that you were one of lots of people saying it. Yeah, so but it you felt that you had to add that in. You felt like, even a, as you were getting towards the end of that little fucking And also, statement. everyone at the time was only saying it because Assassin's Creed 2 was better than the first Assassin's Creed, so everyone was base, basing all this off a sample of one. <laughs> so, well, so it wasn't a dead cert prediction, mate. It just mate, happens that this one panned out. So listen, don't get well, too fucking frilly yourself. Well, I, w- I will, because the next game we're going to talk about... Also, nobody in this room knows whether or not it's shit. We've just, yeah. This is games journalists saying it's, it's not shit, so... Dangerous pe- people like um, you know, Mad Patrick Dane, um, but also, MPD. but also our, our former colleague Alice Bell, who, um, in fairness, is like you know not stupid yeah. and quite trustworthy. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I did also say that another game had uh, really good foundations and would be excellent, or the sequel would be excellent. Mm-hmm. And that was Dishonored. Mm-hmm. So I still haven't had time to play Dishonored Two. Mm-hmm. I know I'm being that guy. Mm. And this weekend, I'm going to go and buy Dishonored well, 2. Well, people are doing the, the Hitman thing where they keep replaying the levels and doing the uh, the speed yeah. runs and well, that's, stuff. That's yeah. good, because I love Hitman. Yeah. So that's I'm really looking Hitman, forward to playing that. But this whole the whole Black Friday thing, I don't want to sound like anyone's dad. Buy whatever you want. I mean, I've got more than one watch. I mean, come on. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of fucking spending money for yeah. no reason. But it's just when... The whole thing is like, when it was one day... Yeah then it actually had some sort of intrigue to it because you could win or lose. It's like a week now. Yeah. Now it's a week. It's just a week in November. Yeah, and November's yeah, yeah. shy anyway. Hmm. So it's like, oh, I didn't get that. You know, when it used to be, I need to go somewhere. Yeah. At this time at 12, or I might not get PS4 discounted to fuck off, whatever. There are some great PS4 deals, actually. Are there? Two games, 200 quid. Is that for the base model That's one? like slim. 500 gigabytes. No. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... But it's mostly just companies getting rid of shite in their warehouses. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, well, look, we've talked about that now. Mm-hmm. Dave, hold on. You said, you, did you buy anything? No, absolutely no, not. No, absolutely Have you played not. any video games recently? Uh, I've downloaded with PlayStation Everybody Goes to the Rapture. Haven't played it yet. I know yeah. you two aren't. Overly thrilled with it. Aren't I you? liked. I gave an eight out of ten. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's, like, fucking... that's, like, that's like a ten. Yeah, do your diligence, mate. It's good. It's a walking simulator based in the countryside. Mm-hmm. Now, really, I hate both those things, but <laughs> this one was good. I liked it. Yeah. There was one point where you find a gun, and I was like, "Please let it, me fire it, the gun." It, it does really nail the kind of. Um, it really nails the the atmosphere and the um, and the architecture of that. Uh, you know, small English market town. It's like it, it just as 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 a, a, a as a representation of of sheer Englishness. It really nails it. Mm. Um, I'm not which is it, why, yeah. of course, I despise it. But yeah. uh, I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm playing Witcher three. Oh yeah, which you stole my copy of. Yes, I did. Which I was because you hadn't opened it, and it's been out for ages. In the fucking cellophane. Oh right. It's in the cellophane. Do not remove from box, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we'll just break into a in, fuck- It was in the cellophane, and Dave's like, shall I nick this? And I said yes. So, so he did what, it with so, peer pressure. So I suppose it'll be fine when I go to your house uh-huh. and just steal your housemate's stuff, will it? Well, They've actually got a full box set of The Prisoner that I wanted to watch. Yeah. Yeah? Well, I mean, yeah. no, but... Yeah? But... Well, I mean... No, I was, yeah. I was giving Dave permission oh. to steal <laughs> so your you, but, shit. Yeah. 
But that you so got for no, free and didn't open. No, I'm sorry. Joke the on. equivalent would be you giving Dave permission to steal my shit. No, I mean you don't can bring do anyone that. else into I'm, I'm be- I'll change the rules. Okay, next <laughs> time I'm in there, if you're listening to this, Jim's housemates, have a quick, <laughs> have a quick scan of your DVD collection. Com- the- this is a complete false equivalence. Because, I think, yeah, because you're acting as if I told Dave, yeah, just go and steal all Lydia's care. shit as well. I mean, which I didn't. That could have belonged to Lydia. Of course, it didn't belong to Lydia. You, but you didn't know that. I was in the room when it was sent to you. <laughs> <laughs> when it was received by you in the yeah, post, but that could have been care of Steve Burns. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. Be very. I'm very tricky yeah. on these things, boys. We be were, uh, be we both, careful. We were both standing there as as the postman handed us each a copy of the same thing uh, that didn't happen. I'll tell you what else is Jim give me a copy of The Last of Us Remastered I haven't oh, yeah. played the remastered version yet so I think yeah. I will do that over Christmas as it's absolutely brilliant it's very it's very a, good. it's an 8 out of 10 game that one whatever it's, yeah. it's a problem, 8 plus 2 out of 10 yeah it's, it's an 8 out of 10 it's, um, it's good I really like it yeah. it's an 8 out of 10 game it's right so okay let's move on to some questions shall we uh, because you know time's getting short and we've actually after this podcast got to shoot something vital to the war effort and by war effort, I mean it it's is, the end of one of my videos. Really, it, it is literally, um, yeah, we'll have to do the podcast now, lads, because by the time we finish, it will be dark and we yeah, can film that thing. it needs so. to be dark. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like we're just procrastinating. There's a proper production reason for it. I mean, so, luckily it gets dark in the middle of the afternoon now, so oh, you can do that and then have a whole evening. Don't. Okay, listen, right, here's, uh, here's a good question from uh, Matt Jones. Who you might know as Matt Ma- Jones, yeah. my great mate Matt Jones, yeah. with whom I'm great mates. Yeah, my uh, uh, my frenemy from uh, the Loading Bar. Yeah, sketches that we did, which he's were a, fucking brilliant. He's if a you've good not lad. seen him, he's a good lad. Those have are a little look. those are fantastic videos. They are the, good, aren't the, they? What we made with the Loading Bar. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> psh. all right, Loading Bar's pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at first I was like video game people, but you go there, they also sell booze. So, I mean, I mean, the more booze you have, the less you have to actually care about silver lining. We're full of silver linings yeah. today. Every, there, was, there was a period of about a year where, like, every time I went to Loading Bar, Jimmy would sort of be like, I think you can get Burns to come down. I'm like, nah, mate. <laughs> and then and he's then, in the shard and then contemplating going off the top of it again he's either in the shard or he's looking at the shard from his house you can see it now <laughs> there it is and, and also um, but yeah but I think eventually you were convinced and you're like oh, it's alright but but while that was going on you'd be in the in, in the our the, the our employers at the time our employers podcast giving it the big one slanging people off for go- going on about other games journalists and one of your favourite lines was yeah all these pricks hanging about in fucking Dalston or whatever and That was, oh. but that's not necessarily a dig against Loading Bar <laughs> yeah, like but, have you ever been to Dalston? Dalston yeah but Loading Bar <laughs> is in Dalston but trust me I've been out in Dalston a lot yeah. and it is bad hey mate Dalston's coming to Croydon now they've got Box Park they got it's Box the Park the don't try and make it out that I don't like loading this is a statement I didn't, of fact I didn't, you're trying I didn't you what I'm saying is, is that you, you put your foot in it and uh, no I did not you know you, you regularly put your foot in it I had to go really? into the loading bar and do damage control and say, oh no, Burns isn't a tosser, honest. He just thinks Which everyone else knows is a tosser. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, yeah. my point of contention was not the bar, they, it's then, the people in the bar, no, like most bars. I'm going to go to a bar later on in Borough Market. You're just making it worse now. Yeah. The people in the bar. So you're saying, oh, they're all right. Their clientele are a bunch of wet. Yeah, oh, absolutely. My, oh my God. Right, listen, speaking of Matt Jones. Their clientele are our clients. <laughs> <laughs> Potential clients. Yeah. Listen. He hates people with video game journalists. Yeah, this yeah. is established. Anyway, listen. sorry, carry on, bro. Listen. Sorry. Anyway, Matt Jones. Uh-huh. You know why? Do actually really like. Yeah. He's a very funny lad. He's a good lad. Yeah. 
said, asked the most pertinent question mm-hmm. about the Japan trip, Dave, which was, did you lads enjoy looking at photos of Tommy Lee Jones? And i got to say, I did, because he's an ambassador for Suntory out there. I think it's Boss Coffee or something. And yeah, you just walk around and there'll be a picture of Tommy Lee Jones, not even looking happy, just Yeah, it's like they thoughtful. did it really quickly. Like, yeah. He had like, right, guys, I've got four minutes, get what you need, and then I'm off. Yeah, he just looks, in some of them, he actually looks quite sad. You know, a profile shot of Tommy Lee Jones going... I mean, he looks great for his age. And also... So has Tommy Lee Jones gone out there and, and done the sort of the, the Bill Murray character? Yes, yeah. Uh, is that well, I think so. Translation? But it's good. I mean, the, the advert in and of itself is purely the most celebrity endorsement in terms of here is a face of someone that you might recognise and here is a product. He's not even holding the product. It's just next to him. It's just adjacent. But well, we it. did learn something incredible in Japan, didn't we, Steve Burns? Oh, my, like the greatest fact ever. What did we learn? We learned that on Christmas Day, <gasps> they have KFC. It's a tradition. So, so we're losing Burns to Japan because yeah. really that's... Special Gun Japan office. They have KFC. But they then don't they celebrate get... Christmas, but on Christmas Day, they have KFC. Yeah, exactly. Also, while we're talking about that, we... Uh, that, we... that sounds incredible, actually. We and went to McDonald's and in would, Japan. It would take a lot of the it would take a lot of the effort out of Christmas. Yeah, Let's take the sting out of it, wouldn't it? Yeah. So you went to McDonald's. Sorry. Went to McDonald's, right? Because yeah. you always like to see what the regional differences are, right? <laughs> you and fucking um, toss. and fucking what toss. what I mean in KFC in New York <laughs> you used to be able used to be able to get the double down, okay? <laughs> and hope you know I was thinking hopefully they've got like yeah. an equivalent of that. I like to see what the regional difference. Is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is a guy who referred to his back garden as the grounds yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, come on, we will go- <laughs> Come on, we'll have a tour of the grounds. <laughs> Listen, firstly, it's not just the back garden. There's also an extra part of it, and you know that. What oh, the compound? The compound. The compound. Right. Listen, don't no spoilers. Right. So you, know, you just sounded like a man. <laughs> It just sounded like a fucking Victorian English gent going like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what we, what like is to, that? What is that fucking slander? Right, listen, like to, shut up. Uh, so I went to McDonald's, yeah, right? And yeah. I was with the game journalist. They didn't know anything. Yeah. Right, so I went up there to order. And they were like, Steve, you'll have to obviously do, you know, you have to do a lot of pointing or whatever. It was, speak slowly. And I was like, no. So anyway, I ordered it all. And not because I think that, you know, I have a divine right to just go barrel into a McDonald's in Japan and order something. But, you know, exactly English you know, English over there, like, people speak it. Anyway, they were like, they're never going to understand what he says. The only question that the McDonald's staff asked me was, do you want regular or Diet Coke? And I turned around and was like, in your face, motherfucker. I told you they'd know what I was saying. Yeah. Now, I recall it like that, but maybe as it was after a night out. <laughs> it was me <laughs> going... in the morning. It just, might not quite have been like No, that. but we went in. It was fine. And there were so many people in there asleep. Upstairs. What time is it? We've got to be half one, two in the morning? No, it was late in that, yeah. It was, was like it? early morning. But yeah, there's just just people sleeping in McDonald's. I thought, yeah. that's cool. Anyway, the McDonald's itself was good. The chips in Japan are oh, incredible. Oh, they nailed the chips in Japan. Absolutely perfect. Very yeah. salty. Do they double fry the McDonald's chips? I don't know. I didn't have time to if, ask. Like, if it's good chips, they've usually been double fried. Really? So, yeah. But it, I was like, this is good. This is good. All right, so yeah, we enjoy the photos of Tom Lee Jones. Um, we'll get the, the politics question out of the way now. Uh, Ken Sharp mm-hmm. asks, will I need to watch the first World at War to understand the sequel? Let me tell you that if you are seeing the sequel to the World at War, then there is no time for a catch-up on the first one. It'll probably be over. I mean, we'll be living it very soon, won't Yeah, mm-hmm. but watch the first World at War because it's, it's brilliant and it's probably quite instructive as to a lot of the things which are happening now. Dr. Mark Sloan... 
He's not a doctor. We've we've already got mm. this one. Yeah, now. we also need to apologise to Dr. Mark Sloan and the fictional Dr. Mark Sloan for not getting that. Exactly. Uh, did Burns get his gold newsy through customs? No. Ah, oh, this is what I was going to say. So I lost my train of thought earlier because you were being a cock, Jim. <laughs> but so anyway, while I was tweeting about getting gold newsy in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, someone who is a, uh, a journalist tweeted me back who lives in Japan, and uh, they tweeted me saying, "If you go here, you can probably get one." And I was like, "Great." I'm not gonna, but a, finally a real answer. Anyway, I then get a, a message from this uh, from this person, who's a Westerner but now lives in Japan, saying something along the lines of, "Are you gonna be out later?" And I thought that was a humorous joke about me going to this district to pick up my firearm. Turns out, no, he actually knows one of the journalists in the party that we're going out with later that night. He turns up and he's like, "You're Steve, right? I follow you on Twitter." And I'm like. Oh, you're the guy that told me where to get the gold newsie. He went, yeah. And we didn't say another word to each other. It's like, nice to meet you. And that was that. Brilliant. So there are helpful Westerners that can help you get firearms in Japan. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, it should be point out that you weren't actually seeking a firearm. No. For any law enforcement uh, yeah. authorities, which is all of them now, uh, I definitely wasn't. It's a simple joke. Mm. Don't be a dick about it, okay? Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't. All right? Yeah. I'm a respectable, it's legitimate a simple, gentleman. It's a simple lamp. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's he wants it. Pl- <laughs> I mean, it's just a joke he got off Gaddafi, isn't it? Um, Who listen. he's friends with. Listen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My yeah. uncle said that. Uh, right. So. Uh, uh, right. So. Here's a here's a question. This is a good one from uh, McDonald Ultras. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Film with the most misinterpreted message? This is a good question. Because a lot of films' messages are massively misinterpreted. Yeah. The first one, of course, is Scarface. Scarface's message is, don't be a cunt. You will get shot in the back. Yeah. However, the message up until that point is, man, being on a load of cocaine and being really rich is <laughs> awesome. But yeah. you're kind of meant to, you know, weigh the two up against each other because by the end of it, and if you haven't seen it, get a grip. Uh, Tony Montana is dead. His empire has crumbled. His sister is dead. And uh, his best mate is dead by his own hand. So really, it's gone quite bad. As days go, you probably write that one off. And, you know, if that happened to you in a, a GTA save, you'd probably say it was corrupted and was a bug and you'd start again, right? Uh, mm. But yeah, of course, it's been... Because the because it's so 80s, because it's so intoxicating, you know, push it to the limit, all of the, you know, kind of Marauder style or whatever soundtracks, it just looks cool. Even like gaudy. And so obviously people seek to emulate it the, you know, the world is yours and the Porsches and the fucking clubs and all of that shite. But yeah, if you actually watch the last three minutes of the movie, because it doesn't, there's no, you know, there's no epilogue. It gets shot in the back, falls into a fountain and then a man walks off and it just ends. Mm. You know, it's not, doesn't get any clearer than that. Dave, you've got a good one, haven't you? I have indeed. That would be Fight Club, which even... The legend Mr. Roger Ebert did not um, did not like. It was like, the most gleefully fascistic film since Death Wish. Since Death Wish, they printed it? that on the DVD, didn't they? In the, yes, in the yeah, liner notes. Yeah, there's loads of criticisms yeah. of it. But it's, I mean, obviously there are stuff that deals with that kind of stuff, but it's not an endorsement of of that. It's a send up of it. But what it actually is is um, a love story and one of my favourite comedies, romantic comedies, really. Because I mean, it's the driving force of the whole thing. Is is him falling in love and I'm ditching all that stuff. It's not actually about fighting in basements. Yeah. Fighting in basements 
happens as a result of... Well, it's, it's like a, a, a satire of the kind of toxic masculinity and yeah. stuff. It's not an endorsement of it. Yeah. I think the problem with it is is that, one, like Scarface, again, it's easy to... In the book, it's a lot more... Uh, it's a lot easier to come away with the message that it's all bollocks. But when you cast Brad Pitt, <laughs> yeah, right, and when you shoot Brad Pitt that way... There's I mean, only, he does look fucking good. Yeah, though, doesn't there's he? only one way that people are going to interpret that. And the message of the movie... You know, it may may not even be that that you know all this is cool and you need the six pack. And they actually at one point they get well, Norton and Pitt get on the bus and there's like a Calvin Klein advert with the guy that and they yeah. said, "Is that what a real man looks like?" Whilst so looking like <laughs> exactly right. So and I obviously that's why it's a comedy. Yeah, but I just think people take you know that very famous still of it of Brad Pitt with no shirt on, like with a fag in his mouth or whatever, and uh, and kind of spin it out, Jim. Got any more examples of this? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. What's Forrest Gump about, really? Forrest Gump about, really? Well, I mean, it's obviously, it's fundamentally about um, fatherhood, isn't it? Independence Day. Fundamentally about fatherhood. But what do people mistake Forrest Gump? What's the, what do people think the other message of Forrest Gump is? Uh, people, people think that uh, Forrest Gump and Independence Day um, are, are misinterpreted very similarly in, in that they think that they are... Um, expressions of uh, sort of Americanism or jingoism. I mean, it is a film about Americana as well. Like, there, there's a lot of. I mean, you see a lot of America, and it's and it, and it documents that sort of kind of the the the, the kind of golden post-war age um, uh, into the eighties, and uh, you know they talk about the Vietnam War and. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's sort of uh, seeing uh, probably the most kind of significant era of American history through um, through the eyes of its its sort of idiotic character. Well, he's not an idiot, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, so it's it's I think it's kind of seen as uh, a film um, that celebrates Americana and 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 perhaps celebrates it uh, blindly. Um, and uh, Independence Day as well is often I often see it described as as jingoistic, as very as gung ho, and it's like yeah, this is a film about American military might mix right. And it's like it's not really about that. It's actually about see, Independence Day is about a civilization at the height of its fucking power being taken down by an outside force. It's not about how much better, how great America is. It's about how fragile America is, um, you know, and and that that H.G. Wells parallel with the War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds was about a civilization at the height of its power, Victorian Britain, getting taken out by an outside force and not knowing how to deal with it. And that's mm. and the thing, um, and that's why it's such a great disaster movie. I would say that War of the Worlds is one of the original disaster movies, even though it was a book shut mm-hmm. up. Um, but it, quite a lot of it, these are books, though, aren't they? That we're talking yeah. about. But it was mystery grounds. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, but it's but it's 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 about it's not about it's not saying America is great. It's actually saying this 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 is how we could be taken out. This is um, this is what would happen um, if you know if uh, it, it's, it's a sort of a fantasy about how uh, how things would be if we were taken out because uh, it comes from. The idea that the British Empire could be squashed by um, a, a superior force with superior technology was shocking 
to the Victorians. Yeah, but it was. It was squashed by its own people, the British, because yeah. yeah, they're fucking but it was, shy. It was shocking to the Victorians because the idea that anything could destroy the British Empire was just completely unthinkable. I mean, you know... We're kind of harking back to that right now. I mean, a hundred years later, we've fucking done it to ourselves, like, look, very literally. But, um, you know, and, and Independence Day was the same. And, but, and, and in a sort of similar vein, Forrest Gump wasn't, isn't about how wonderful, um, how wonderful uh, the American dream is. Forrest Gump is about fatherhood and, uh, and, and, and sort of struggling against... The, uh, things that happen to you in well, America. Well, it's, it, I mean, it's it's a triumph against the adversity of actually the sort of the the standard configuration of the American dream is is you know able bodied and and uh, relatively smart and 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 does well at school and not and not doing picket a bad war. fences and certainly not getting married to a, you know to to a, a someone like Jenny who had a history of abuse and drug problems and stuff like that these are sides of America that they don't like to acknowledge exist certainly not back listen then. Forrest Gump is shy firstly secondly speaking of literary adaptations uh-huh. the one that everyone gets wrong is of course American Psycho absolutely another work of transgressive fiction <laughs> yeah so Brace Nellis said in probably about 5,000 interviews that if you take what is written in the book, and this is another thing that film can't do, uh, one of the many reasons why it had to be different. But in the book, there's so much attention paid to the clothes that they're wearing Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But Ellis says if you actually were to rip out a page of it, find a lookbook or, you know, a warehouse which contained all of those things which Bateman and his crew said that they were wearing and put it together they would look <laughs> like clowns yeah. because yeah. it's meant to dull you if you actually can think about it it's like, oh. but the film they just look really cool right because they have to because otherwise you spend every scene going these people look stupid <laughs> yeah so and also the whole violence thing um, with America the reason to reread American Psycho is because it is actually genuinely hilarious and Bateman himself as a representation of America as the as what is meant to be the plus side of America, the opposite of what you just said, Jim. Mm-hmm. You know, the 20-something, rich, mm. white, affluent, connected, plugged in, intelligent, gorgeous, whatever. But then you think about it, you're like, he's actually a fucking cunt. And as the book goes on, he actually starts, even if he didn't murder anyone, you think he's a tosser. And that's the main message of the book is that he's so, everyone's so interchangeable that they keep on getting each other mixed up and that no one cares about anything. And so they're all just little trinkets to be passed out. similar in some way to The Great Gatsby as well? Another piece everyone gets Gatsby wrong, yeah, because they all they see is the house. And... and in fairness, the movie versions of Gatsby, Coppola did a movie version of Gatsby, wrote it that wasn't very good. And that had Robert Redford in it. So, and Faye Dunaway. But... Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dave, is that people just see... When when you think about the DiCaprio um, Gatsby, in my mind, it's just endless gifts of him raising the martini glass. Mm-hmm. That's not the message. Like, closer to the message of the movie is when he's pulling the shirts out and throwing them. Or the end of it. Or any of it which doesn't have him as this boyish, beautiful scion, essentially, That's of America. That's kind of what they've done with Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. That, like, take yeah. care. It's like, yeah, this or is John awesome Mellencamp. Anthem, yeah. Like, have you read the lyrics to this song? This yeah. is not an endorsement of Americana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, look, we might be running a bit long here, so we'll get one more question in. It's from Not Nixon. Thank goodness. 
So if Nixon was back, then that would be the end of it. Uh, it says, what is the prettiest movie ever? So speaking of Gatsby, that's a good-looking movie, which kind of becomes a big garish look at. That's a Lerma movie. Uh, one you can't turn away from, even if the story isn't very good. So one of the <clears throat> excuse me, one of the main examples I've got for this is Road to Perdition. Yeah. So that is an exquisitely framed movie, and it's beautiful, and it must have cost so much time, let alone money, to get right. Every frame of painting is built for that fucker. But after a while, it starts to become too much because you're too busy focusing on the fucking mise-en-scene or how the frame is arranged. And what it is, is like running a very slow projector or holding the actual negative up to the light and going, okay, oh, that looks good, that looks good. And it starts to detract from the movie itself. There are beautiful shots in it, like when Daniel Craig's character is killed and he's revealed dead in the bathtub when the door swings. It's kind of like a uh, an Orson Welles move with the mirrors, you know, in Citizen Kane and the door swings and reveals and all of this. And that's great. But there's a reason why keeping it simple in a lot of filmmaking, getting from scene to scene and saving your beauty for the things that really matter. Because otherwise you just inert people. To it they depends like, on the story that you're telling, doesn't it? In most positions like a gangster, you know, it's just, it's meant to have a bit of grit to it. The Godfather is beautiful and looks beautiful throughout, but it's not shot that same way. It uses light as, a, as its conveyance method there rather than just... Here's a beautiful frame. Please look at everything in it. So, uh, yeah, I didn't hate the movie. I just thought after a while I was looking at a very serious collection of art. Yeah. Uh, Dave, any suggestions on this uh, one? Obviously, um, Apocalypse Now, another film that we both love. Lit yeah. Incredibly well. Um, Blade Runner is one of my favourite for cinematography. Yeah. That is, that's, um, who's that? Jordan Cronenworth. Wasn't he? He was on to do Alien Three, wasn't he? And he oh, became he? very ill, I think, and so someone to take over. But yeah, he uh, he did that, and he's done a lot of very very cool shit. I love a lot of Jean Pierre Jeunet's films. Um, mm-hmm. Amelie, in particular, mm-hmm. beautiful looking film. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to to. There are loads of really good looking movies, but there are few which really use that to their advantage and that's where well, you want to be telling storytelling with light the same as you do with, with every department mm-hmm. like the costume or yeah and some of it is just like we're saying to position it is, is beauty for beauty's sake I think Whereas, I think that detracts from the, from the product sometimes yeah. from the film Kurt's coming out in half shadow works Absolutely. I mean that new alien poster if you yeah. shop in Colonel Kurtz's head it's an Apocalypse Now poster how, so, are, you, how are you feeling about that film it's going to be shine no I don't know but yeah, I'm back myself. I'm definitely going to watch it. And yeah, hope. but they've. Um, I mean, you can't not watch it. After Prometheus, I'm out. I'm dead. That's, gonna, actually, that's a beautiful looking film. That is a beautiful looking movie. It's just a dreadful one. Yeah. It's just absolutely fucking dreadful. What's this massive cock shaped thing in an atmosphere that I've not been to? I think I might touch this. You're a scientist. What are you doing? Yeah, but not all scientists are. I mean, look at you know. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. So right. Well, listen. Listen, listen. On that note, we got to go because it's dark now. Yeah, and we, we, have, we have got to And go. we got to shoot. And I've got yeah. to get into London Bridge yeah. to be mad at people in bars. Have you... Um, um, uh, shall I... Can I Can I just point out very quickly? You can. Um, for, for the benefit of the court. That, mm-hmm. um, 
Dragon Age Inquisition oh my, my. is incredibly thought, oh. it's incredibly cheap on PS4 just now. Okay, and like, I got what is the, it? I got the Game of the Year version, and it's um, another one of those games. You know Mass Effect, right? Oh well, yes. my word! Right. Not it's, it's now. That, that with dragons, essentially. Okay. You right. love a dragon, <laughs> don't you? What? You love a dragon? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, you're not Welsh. Listen, <laughs> you were born in Wales, though, weren't you? Yeah, I was born in Wales. Yeah, yeah. Might be going back there soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, listen. Thanks for listening. I know that we've been a bit busy, but yeah. this is going to be out on, I don't know, early in the week, uh, maybe. <laughs> this is coming out December 19th. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the time you're listening to this, you should be able to see some of the very, very cool stuff that we've the been doing. The very, very on. cool stuff, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, it's, it was weird because we, we, we've been we've been kind of knocking our pans in on stuff, but there's like, you know, there's, there's loading came out and... Um, uh, we've so we done some resident stuff we, we, we shot an, uh, we shot a resident evil event yeah um but the re- uh, it, it does but i mean to the outside i mean it, you know production schedules and stuff aren't aren't often uh immediately apparent to mm-hmm. well, i mean why would they be to you know the general public but it must look from the outside like we've spent four months just like making three videos <laughs> spending the rest of it just fucking playing dragon age and, uh, and then playing dragon age and going to japan <laughs> but yeah so, the the yeah, the stuff that uh, obviously we, we like everything that we've done so far. Yes. But I think the things that people are, are kind of expecting from us, that more creative angle, is coming very, very nice. soon. And then you can see it, and then you yeah. can love it. And if you don't love it, you can get fucked. <laughs> there you go, another All Steve right. Burns message. There you go. All right. All right. On that note, see ya. See ya.